0: Salutations, everybody. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable. I'm D'Angelo and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all the things in pop culture that you consume. The stuff that you're insatiable for, the stuff that you find truly bingeable okay my guest today is a good judy she's back on the binge bitches okay guys and i've been trying to get her over here for a minute and she's a social media whore she's taken that over by storm you may have seen her alter ego miranda hi guys it's me miranda you've heard that okay so listen this is my good judy gunther vanderpump san diego's Fine waking up in the morning thinking about so many things i just wish things would get better i'm trying to get rid of them but nothing seems to stay the same Bye. <laughs> thanks for having me thank you for coming on there was like a weird Miranda love you follow me bye (laughs) love you follow me bye hi guys it's me Miranda so you guys Gunther does this character on his social media where he uses that filter like the glam influencer filter and he's become Miranda but the thing that's funny is that Miranda depending on how lit Gunther is (laughs) (laughs) Miranda's whole cadence changes so sometimes it's hi guys, it's me, Miranda. I'm here at work. I want to let you guys... And then there's other times it's, hi guys, it's me, Miranda, and I'm here. So there's like a different Miranda there. So like, it all <laughs> you get was working.
1: You she likes to... to have fun. <laughs> she really does.
0: You need to get a wig that like incorporates like, like that you can be Miranda out in real life. <laughs> no, a lot of my
1: coworkers, they're like, I want to go drink with Miranda. I'm like, you do have the
0: time but there's a difference i think when you put on a wig i mean like come on gunther's wig parties it was like a thing like so when is that coming back when is it coming back
1: it's coming back we're in the works of it at number one on fifth so we're talking about it
0: okay you guys the wig parties are like gunther's infamous events that he's had at other establishments and whatnot and so it's basically put on a wig and get shit-faced basically that's all it is (laughs) Like it's just, but it's put on a wig and assume whatever character is that wig. You know what I mean? So I think I wore a Karen wig once. It was fun. We're going to get into, um, it is, we're getting into the holiday season. Karen wigs. Yes. So I was getting into, um, Christmas movies lately and holiday movies. We're getting into that today. We're also going to be getting into a little bit of housewives. We got Salt Lake city that is shooting on all cylinders. And we also have the real housewives ultimate girls trip. But before we get to that, the reason why I wanted to have Gunther on this week is because he recently went on a gay cruise. Okay. I have never experienced a gay cruise, but I feel like I would have fun on a gay cruise, but apparently it's crazy on a gay cruise. So, Gunther, was this your first gay cruise?
1: My first one ever. Yes.
0: Okay. And And it was wild. (laughs) I love this. Okay, wait, which one was it? Because the thing is, is there, like, can we say which one it was? <laughs> you don't have any stock.
1: Yeah, it was the Atlanta Skate Cruise. Um, it leaves out of L.A., well, Long Beach, mm-hmm. and then it travels down to Mexico to Puerto Vallarta, uh, Cabo, and I'm going to screw this up. Mazalon? Madel- Mazalon?
0: Mazelan. Yeah, Madelon? Sure. Okay.
1: <laughs> the only port I got off of was Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta, because I had to go to Andalays, where Vicky goes from Real Housewives of O.C.
0: We're going to and I had a job.
1: Yeah. And I had to go
0: dance on the bar, which I did. How do you know what's good for me? I love that. I did see that. I did see that. Were you in a sarong? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. I think I saw that once and you were in a sarong. So you were so wrong. <laughs> <sighs> but wait, so you why didn't you get off on any of the other ports?
1: Uh, cause I was still in bed. <laughs>
0: oh my goodness. Okay. Did they you were see there till of-
1: like only like 3 PM. I would true. get out of bed at like two. <laughs> like
0: <laughs>
1: bitch needs her beauty
0: sleep. <laughs> I guess so. So like, this was like a rager, like, so this is like an Atlantis gay cruise. I didn't realize it was an Atlantis gay cruise. Like this is like, yeah. it's, it's like the premier gay cruise and you enjoyed yourself. So you guys it had. It was their
1: second one since COVID.
0: Their second. Okay. I don't think I would have went on the first one. Yeah,
1: yeah it was their second. Yeah. Mm. I okay. mean, the protocols to get on were crazy.
0: Like, what'd you guys have to do?
1: Like you had to get um, you had to get tested 70 or yeah, 72 hours prior to boarding. And then when you arrive, you have to get a rapid test too. And if you did not pass the rapid test, you or anyone in your cabin were not allowed to board
0: oh my god did you see people like getting turned away like people like go I, home
1: i guess only two people got turned away that's what i heard
0: that's so tragic like you spend all that time and especially like if you don't live in california where you are drivable to long beach to get on this boat yeah oh wait can you get home yeah, there though? were
1: people that came from canada florida well uh, well I went with my friend who drove up there. I don't know if we should say his name, Munson. we <laughs> will say it. Um, so we, we drove together. Mm-hmm. But even if I didn't get on or he couldn't get on, neither one of us to go because we were in the same cabin.
0: Oh my God. That's like tragic.
1: Like yeah.
0: I, I would not even know what to do with myself. And so was it, did you have to be vaccinated or was it just the COVID test? Yeah, you
1: had to be vaccinated too.
0: Okay. So circle, circle, dot, dot. We got our cootie shot, all that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it took
1: forever to board like Mm -hmm. it was probably like almost a three hour process before we finally got on the ship, Mm -hmm. but it made you feel so safe. Like I felt comfortable.
0: Were you able to sneak on any alcohols? Okay. Yeah. Off the record.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I snuck in two bottles of liquor on Amazon. There's these little things called rum runners, Uh and it's basically like shampoo bottles and suntan screen bottles that you put your liquor in. And then also these little plastic baggies that you could put in and roll it in your clothes. And yeah, I wish I would've snuck on more. I was like, cause I went through my first bottle the first night, so.
0: <laughs> oh my Jesus, girl. Okay, so like, what were the nights? What were the parties? What were your looks? Like, what are, you, what are you feeling? Or what was your favorite? So,
1: okay, the way I tell people to imagine this, imagine you were at Rich's for a week, 24 hours a day. That's what it felt like being on this boat.
0: Like, okay if you don't music, live in san like, diego that means imagine the, the craziest loudest club that you have and when you leave the loud room you go to a different room but it's just as loud and just as many people <laughs> like, yes okay like i
1: would be laying in bed and my heart was just like vi- or my body was like vibrating because i just like kept on feeling the music and i'm like oh my god i just need to go down
0: i'm <laughs> <laughs> feeling the music so yeah. did you ever go to sleep at a decent <laughs> hour
1: Um, Well, the last two days, because I was over it. I didn't even drink the last two days. It was a week long. Mm -hmm. And the last two days, I was just like this, the sound or taste of alcohol was just disgusting to me. And I I just literally, and I tried to go to like one of the last parties, it was like the 70s disco tea dance during the day. And I walked out there and I was like, No, (laughs) ma'am. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Wait, so why am I picturing you, like, in an Afro wig, like, rainbow (laughs) shirt, and you just, like, walk out there and you just look and say, dope, and then, like... (laughs) wig is in hand and you're just on the elevator going back up and <laughs> little those little glass elevators i love me a cruise though so i've been on like regular straight cruises like i've like we went with i've been with family actually so a couple times we went for my um what's it called my in-laws like 50th anniversary or 60th oh my god i don't Fiftieth, I think, because they just celebrated sixty. So for their fiftieth, a bunch of years ago, that was like my first cruise experience. We went like a whole family situation, and so you kind of like, you know. So I understand like the whole dining process and all that, but I was just wondering like, what happens when it's all gay? Was there any girls on the boat? Were there any straight people, or is it all just a there, gay were, there were
1: There were fifty eight women aboard out of, and I think the total because it was half capacity, and there was a little over twenty five hundred uh, guys. Or yeah, twenty five hundred. Yeah,
0: and that's half um, capacity.
1: Yeah, like if it was full capacity, I don't think I could have done it. Like even with it half capacity, I was like, this is a lot of people. Like my eighty day was like going crazy. And,
0: and you if could, you're like... an ass, huh?
1: If you're an ass man, it's the cruise for you because everyone had on like assless something, and like even guys like three times my size were wearing thongs or um jock straps and I was like good for you girl like I wish I could do that I just I'm like always clothed <laughs> even See? though I'm such a whore like I'm always clothed
0: you need to start you need to like ease yourself into it because the thing is is like there's like a certain moment too where you just kind of like don't give a fucking. anymore you're like I'm the size I'm gonna be I'm, I'm as hairy as I'm gonna be I'm this is what it is and so and I don't like like I usually have to like put on the whole attitude to like really go out there and like be in my like booty shorts and something you know what I mean like that kind of thing. But I think like in a week long, like event, I went to lazy bear once. And I remember, like, on like the fourth day, I was like, I just want to wear a shirt with sleeves. (laughs) 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 I was so tired of wearing like tank tops, and cut off shirts, and like no shirt. And I just wanted to put on a clean white t shirt and just like, hold myself and just feel secure in a cotton shirt (laughs) like there's like (laughs) like i can't deal with this neoprene i cannot deal with the spandex i just need regular like fabric for once so i love that okay so what was the craziest thing that you saw so
1: (laughs) so my sex expectations i should say what they're called were Mm -hmm. way higher than what was on the cruise like i just thought there was going to be fucking everywhere like just guys going at it like here and like there
0: in the middle of the store stairwell.
1: <laughs> yeah like there's supposed to be a thing called the dick deck where you would go to this top deck uh, during the day and you could sunbathe um completely naked and then at night it turned into like this huge cruising spot like well, guess because because of the um the cruise line not atlantis itself but the Norwegian bliss. I don't know if we could should say that, but because of that cruise line, they weren't allowing it for some reason. So I was mm. kind of let down by that.
0: So they weren't but even allowing like to, a nude sunbathing? Go-
1: no. What? But, so this this was the craziest thing. So with our room that we purchased, we got a spa package, okay. which meant you, you got to go into the spa for free. If you didn't have the package, you would have to pay $59 a day to get in. I didn't go halfway through till the middle of the cruise. Mm -hmm. I tell you, when I walked into this place, it was a full-blown bathhouse. No one had clothes on at all. (laughs) Like, they were carrying around towels, but there were just dicks everywhere. And, like, I told people that I jacked off with 20 guys. I jacked off with 20 guys because we were all in the sauna like sardine canned in there and just everyone's jacking each other off and i was like this is amazing why did it take me
0: forever to discover this joyce <laughs> just like joy sticking around just ah! yeah <laughs> yeah and what i does wore shorts- do? what does this one do what does this one do what does this one I'm like atari go <laughs> yeah for real press those buttons girl but press them buttons
1: i wore uh shorts the first day and i was like well, I'm the only one with shorts on. So I took them off right away and mm-hmm. just joined the rest of the crew. And, but I felt so bad for the workers that worked there. Cause it was so funny. It's just like, you see these like guys just like um, squeegeeing water everywhere. And just, there's just these guys walking around naked. I'm like, this does not happen on a normal cruise.
0: Well, No, it doesn't. Okay, but when I've been on, like, one of those cruises, though, like, the spa is, like, the place of, like, okay, because they always have, like, the friend of Dorothy, like, cocktail hour. So, like, when you're on a regular, like, straight cruise, you know, like, sometimes you'll find, especially on the Norwegian cruise line, I want to say that they're good for this, is that, like, in, like, your cruise packet of, like, all the things that happened during the day, I remember there was, like, a friend of Dorothy, and it was like friends of dorothy is like a gay cocktail hour you know that's what they were called that's what they call it And it was like six o'clock it was six o'clock on the middle deck at the piano bar or whatever you know what i mean so and that was like was always like- a thing and so you would kind of like we i remember we we wandered down to that once and it was just kind of like just a bunch of just sad looking homos you know what i mean like because like, it was a gay it was a straight cruise so it wasn't like a gay cruise you know what i mean It was like oh i don't think these we want to be friends with these friends of dorothy but I remember though, like going to the spot and I remember it was kind of like, Oh, those guys are totally hooking up. They're going to hook up. They're going to, and I remember like, I like passed by like the, uh, the little steam room and I like, you know, would appear in and whatnot. I have like family with me, so I'm not like going to go participate in any of this kind of thing, but like, it was just a whole, um, there was a whole vibe when you're on a cruise ship and when they get into the spot, it's like a safe space. So you can only imagine when it's a gay cruise. And so it just becomes a bathhouse. <laughs> which I completely love. And so when you went and played Atari. So it it
1: was insane, like insane.
0: I love that (laughs) though. I love that for you. So was the room nice? You guys, you guys balcony it and all that?
1: Oh yeah. We had a balcony room. Um, The going down there was way smooth. You couldn't even tell you were on a boat Mm -hmm. on our way back. It was like someone was pushing my bed all night long. (laughs) And then the person I was rooming with, yeah, the person I was rooming with snores very loudly, and of course I wasn't drinking the past two nights, and so I hear have the snoring in my ear, and then my bed just going back and forth, and I wanted to murder someone. I was like, "Get me the fuck off this boat now!"
0: <laughs>
1: it was just a little too long for me. I like must celebrity fucking... get
0: me out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right? Like I'll jump off. <laughs>
0: I love that for you. So were there any, like, celebs? Did you see... Was there any headliners? Was anybody good? Uh,
1: I saw Todrick Hall. Okay. And he, he performed. And then he was, like... In the sauna? Enjoying the pool. No. <laughs> No, I did. I did not I, see him there.
0: I saw Tajra call and Asana. He was performing. He was just doing pornography. <laughs> he wasn't really singing. His mouth was full. But oh, I would have
1: got my camera out for that. <laughs>
0: but Jesus Christ, that's the reason why these hosts can't go in those situations. You know what I mean? Like that. You that once you get famous, that's why it's like, let me put on that puppy play mask. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. For real. So Taja call. He performed. Was he good?
1: Um, to be quite honest, I don't remember because. Of- I was a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he was great. I drank a lot on this ship.
0: <laughs> I could imagine. <laughs> so I love this all for you. Then I
1: ran into Pandora.
0: Pandora, Pandora box
1: was there, but she wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't performing. She was just there
0: enjoying as herself.
1: a guy just uh, enjoying the cruise. And um, mm. of course, I recognized her right away and went up to her. and She's like, "I know you." She recognized me from Mo's and through Chad Michaels and stuff. So.
0: So what cute. I'm hearing is that Gunther Vanderpump was in the sauna with Pandora Box and Tadra Call. <laughs> and he had a threesome and it's going to be available on OnlyFans next week. So... 99 kinda... <laughs> a month. <laughs> exactly. So make sure you guys get those subscriptions in now. Um, <laughs> so funny. I just, I love that. Like, I kind of want to go on a gay cruise, but the thing is, is like, I think I would be like you that after a little while, it's like, get me out of here. I'm tired of gay people. <laughs> like, like yeah. can can you actually like, mm-hmm. like I totally want to I want to go again. Like
1: I want to go again, but I want to go with a group of people. Like it was months since uh like 30th cruise and this was my first. So mm-hmm. like the two of us going together, it was like I had such a different vibe than he did too cuz mm-hmm. he's like he's done it. And then I just like I want to get in the middle and I want to dance. Like I'm that type of person, especially when I'm at a club type setting. Like you, you wouldn't think that about me. Cause I hate like large crowds, but when I'm drinking and I'm in the mood and I'm in our fucking costume, I want to get out there and just shake my ass for a while.
0: Especially when you're like in a city, that's not yours. I just fucking yeah. love that. Like, so I, I kind of, I'm feeling those vibes. Cause I'm actually, I'm going home this week. I'm going to go and visit parents and family and all that before Thanksgiving. So I'm going the week before and like, and I was just texting a friend and I was like, I haven't been out to like a gay bar in Ohio in so long. And I kind of feel like I want to go. And I just got my third shot like last week. So I feel like even more amped to like leave the house, <laughs> especially cause like, you don't know what's going on in the Midwest. So like, <laughs> like I'm so True. excited for it. So okay, speaking of like going home and like holidays and everything else, so let's switch gears here. And I just kind of want to get into a little bit of like holiday movie fair and everything. So I started decorating the house. We're getting ready for like our annual like holiday party that we have here at the house. You should have an email with 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 an invite. Uh, so check your email, girl.
1: But I got to work. Don't work. Just like call My off. My bosses love me. They would hate <laughs> if I do that. I <laughs> they know. get mad when I go away on vacation.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. But we're going to have like cute stuff here. So as I'm decorating the house, I always have to like put on the holiday movies to get myself into it. So here's a couple holiday movies that I watched. And so I don't know if you've seen them as well, but I'm just gonna kind of give you a quick, like little synopsis and just like, get your, your whole thing. So on right now, okay, on Amazon Prime, there was a Hallmark movie called Finding Father Christmas. And I don't know why I turned it on. Cause I think, cause the guy on the picture looked a little bit hot and I was just kind of like, mm, I'm not gonna really pay attention. Bitch, this was a Hallmark movie and it's one of those ones where like everything is like worse and worse and worse when you find out about the girl's real trauma. So she apparently, so the girl, so the girl's like, Yeah, I really don't celebrate Christmas because I don't really have a family. Oh, what happened to your mom? Well, my mom died when she was on stage and doing a doing a performance of the Christmas Carol. What the fuck? <laughs> like your mom died on stage at Christmas time. And then like a man comes out of the set, all of a sudden comes to her. And, you know, sends her a message, has her come pick up the suitcase that they've been holding on to since her mom died at the theater, never had the wherewithal to call the daughter and say, hey, we got your mom's suitcase. But this man finds a suitcase with her mom's favorite necklace in it and a photo of a little boy with Santa Claus. And the photo, she then does her research on who took the photo. So she ends up in this small town where she ends up at a little inn where there's the hot. the the reason why I watched it because there was the hot innkeeper guy who ends up being the the son of the woman who owns the inn and like the whole entire time he had like very much like hey you want to suck my dick kind of energy like like all the time like he would like sit on the edge of like a a table and just kind of like look at his crotch like he's always like man spreading and it's really like what is Hallmark doing you know what I mean like it's just like is this like porn for old ladies it's just having like like burly men just like spread eagle like on a on a desk you know what I mean, I mean like that kind of thing like, like I'm here for it that's why I watch but still but it was just the cheesiest thing and the best part was though, was they spent all their budget at the very last 20 minutes on Wendy Malick you know from like just shoot me you know like uh the wonderful Wendy Malick who like looks like a Oh yeah she shows up in the final moments to basically like clean shit up in the show so like it's just it's the cheesiest movie <laughs> I have to say that I actually kind of enjoyed that Um, And then Netflix has a new uh, Christmas special with Elizabeth Hurley and with um, Kelsey Grammer called Father Christmas is Back. Have you seen the ads for this? No. It's terrible. Okay. so (laughs) (laughs) It just came out the 2021 and Christmas is the last name of the family. So they're the Christmas sisters and their father left on Christmas and they don't know why dad left. And then it ends up, you know, I I don't want to give the whole thing away because I think people will watch it. But one of the questions that I had was is Lisa Vanderpump based on Elizabeth Hurley as I'm watching this. (laughs) like i'm like watching it and i'm like she's very much like lisa vanderpump i feel like she's modeled herself her look her everything off of liz hurley even though i think liz is probably younger than her but there's something about them that remind me of each other and i don't know what it is it's kind of like, i could see that yeah i don't know something about it but the thing is is it's like the worst christmas movie so father christmas and kelsey Grammer as father christmas who like left the family all out you know, in in the middle of the UK and he came to the States and now he lives in Florida, found a new woman, he brings her home to the girls. Father Christmas is back, there's a title of the movie. But it was written by a man and it was a real piece of shit man who wrote this because every woman is a size two and hot and every guy is just disgusting. And they're just like, the girls don't wanna fuck these guys in real life but in this movie they do. And just, it's just gross. Kelsey Grammer. He's so gross. And the whole entire time I was thinking like, this is the Kelsey that Camille Grammer like hated at the end of the relationship. <laughs> like he's still that person. It's just, it was like, ugh, it just kind of gave me the thing. Okay. And then the other Christmas movie I watched that was like new to me was Love Heart, which is also on Netflix right now. This one is kind of worth watching. It's, um, it's cute. It's, it's the Asian guy from, oh my God. Uh, Silicon Valley. And, um, oh. and so, and what it is, it's this girl. This is totally written by somebody who was like grown up in like the Carrie diary slash sex in the city generation that, you know, like the aspire, the aspiring job is to get like a writing job in the city somewhere. And so that's who the main mm-hmm. girl is the main girl. She's a writer in the city. She's got a, a column about how she goes on all these terrible dates. And it's really funny. It, it's actually, this is a good one. i w I'm not even gonna give away like all the spoilers and everything, but, um, the whole thing is, is that she, goes and she's catfished by this guy. And it becomes this like sweet little love story. And it's actually this was like the best one out of the movies that I like kind of discovered this weekend. I would say that Love Hard is probably the best one. So I'm just telling everybody that watch that. Let's get into some Housewives, because this is why we're here. (laughs) <laughs> housewives. i came
1: on for the cruise <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, came, we came for cruise we came for housewives we came for it all okay but seriously though is housewives not having like the best year ever like bravo has really finally come with it like like totally. after new york almost killed the whole entire thing because and i love me some new york housewives but it was terrible this year we didn't even cover it on the show but um we love the Beverly Hills, even though I'm kind of getting a little bit tired of Erica Jane. I'm I'm tired of the story right now. You know what I mean? Like I want her to either yeah. admit it. I want her to admit it. I want her to go to jail. I need something else to happen. You know what I mean? So, how are you feeling yeah. about the whole Beverly Hills? Where were you at that in the end? Did you believe Erica? Are you on Erica's side? What is your vibe?
1: I mean, I'm. I will always stand for Erica. I've always been a fan of hers. Um. I honestly don't think she knew. I think the way that they said, like he has a lot of power. She -hmm. was one of those wives that was just like, give me my allowance type of thing. And I don't ask any questions. Mm -hmm. And then when she started asking questions, that's when it got kind of dirty. So I I believe her. And I feel like next season, a lot more is going to come out. Cause a lot more has come out since we've went through the reunion and everything too. Like, she's being sued again like there was another i think it was just the other day that there yeah. was another thing saying that she's being sued
0: they can go, well so, the think the people who yeah go i after mean
1: her now. other than that yeah yeah well i think andy opening up his big mouth going well i know what you make on this show like mm-hmm. that kind of was a lot asshole that little place she has like living at is cute so
0: mm-hmm. here's my thought on it all is that I don't feel like she knew to the extent of how bad everything was and I don't think that she thought that she would be liable and I just have this weird feeling cuz the way that she still protects him is that he told her you need to pull the pull cord you need to pull the cord in your parachute you need to go you know what I mean like that was the last yeah. that was the last thing that he did for her that he showed her that much is like get out now it's about to tumble, you know what I mean? But Andy's saying, I know how much you make and like, it's kind of been reported that she's making around 600,000 a year. That's what somebody that's, the rumor. And I don't know if that's her gross income that comes mm-hmm. from her sponsorships and everything else as well. So the thing is, is her making a good amount of money is actually good for her, um, for two reasons. And one of that is just because it, um, It will give her the leeway that if they do charge her with a crime and if she needs to have a she needs to have income to pay people back off you know what i mean so if she gets sued and has to pay restitution if she has to do any of that kind of thing she needs to have an income so bravo has proven income so she can leave the house so she doesn't have to be so much on a lockdown if something like that were to happen you know what i mean so there's a little bit of that there's there's this really really great um what do you call it? Uh podcast called the Bravo docket that I've been wa- that I've been listening to here and there. And they really break down these cases. They did that with Jen Shaw. They've done it with Erica and whatnot. And so, and they kind of just go through like all the business and it's like two girls who love Bravo, who kind of, you can tell they're pumpkin spice lovers. You know what I mean? Like they're those kind of girls, but like they break down all the cases <laughs> so well for you. And so, um, I'm really appreciating how they've kind of like say like okay, well this is what's what's wrong here, this is what's right here, blah 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 blah. So I do love that. Um, that's the Bravo doc with Sessy and Angela. That's what I wrote down here. So um, let's move back into. So we just mentioned Jen Shaw. So let's get out of Beverly Hills because we're kind of tired of talking about them. R. Oh, also R. I. P. Lois, Lisa Renna's mom. So sad. We just learned that she passed away this week, and so so sad. Our love and thoughts and everything else go out to Lisa Renna, even though I don't love you on the show. I still love you as a person, but like, <laughs> I'm really over her on the show. I really am. But anyways, um, maybe this will soften her for the next Same. season. Yeah. It's it's too much. She's not doing it. Sorry, anything. Nelson. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's like, he's so like standing for, 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 for them. You know what I mean? For, for, uh... oh my yeah. God, I can't even speak now. He's so standing for Lisa and for <laughs> Erica. And like, the whole thing there is just kind of like, it's so grimy, it's so gross, you know what I mean? Just a double the, the double standard from how they handled Denise and how they handled this. Okay, so totally. this is, let's, let's get into this. This last couple episodes of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City have been giving what they were supposed to have gave. And like, this is the juxtaposition between two casts too, that like Beverly Hills is these women who are famous they've been dealing with the press they know this you know what i mean and then you have salt lake city who is so new to being a celebrity game and so the way that we found out more about jen shaw in this last episode and all of her dirty doings than we did for a whole season about erica jane that nobody wanted to speak up and say anything was happening you know what i mean and so yeah loving it so what are your feelings right now on salt lake city so are you loving are you hating What's what's up oh i'm loving
1: i mean i loved it from season like last season i thought it was like it was their ninth season the way they were playing Mm -hmm. it was like amazing but um the whole thing about the swat team and everything coming to the beauty lab like it was insane like just and just It was just like best moment of housewives history. Like forget a table flip. This is like, Beyond
0: <laughs> this is like this ranks up there with Table Flip. This rings up there with Dinner Party from Hell episode. This ranks up there with Scary Island. This series of Jen Shaw getting arrested. And I want to see what's going to happen next week because it's like it really is. And they're cutting us off right at the right point, too. Like, just you know, we're going to give you just enough and then bye. And the next week. And so, loving how the girls are handling it. And I feel like this cast is so bonded now through this experience of like the trauma of being surrounded by the police and SWAT and Homeland Security. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like three different government agencies came for this bitch. She was not, they weren't just looking for a wellness check. You know, that they were going to take her out in cuffs. Like there are three, three different things that came at her. You know what I mean? Federal and the New York city where most of these crimes have happened. Um, Understanding too, like what she did. I love that Whitney had so much clarity on it and whitney made people understand that have not been able to understand you know that she's basically she's running this telemarketing scheme and like that you uh basically that if you sign up for these services, you know, like I'm going to sign up for services for business and some of the business names too. the reason why she was always starting new businesses, is because you can drop money into these businesses here and there. And the girls in the Bravo doc could also talk about this too on that podcast. And so that's why you can never really see like one of the businesses name was like perfectly business. You know what I mean? Like, like that's how generic the name was. Okay. And so what they do is, is that they, call people who are vulnerable who don't have computers who are maybe lower tier you know sometimes a a lot of people who are um elderly elderly uneducated people who have disabilities that sort of a thing so that's who she was stealing from so this one is different from erica jane who was stealing from orphans and widows these people were stealing from your auntie they were stealing from your grandma they they were like They were going everywhere. And the thing is, is so what they were doing is like, you yeah, would sign you up for services. And then what they would do is, is then they would, you know, have your credit card on file. So they would sign you for a prescription service for a business service a lot of times, you know, like so going to sign you up for it for your computer, but you don't even own a fucking computer. But now we have your credit card number and we're going to run it every single month for this, this amount. And then what they do is, is that as soon as they find somebody who's vulnerable in that way, they pass that name and number out to somebody else. And they sell the list, you know what I mean? So it's like selling like a contact list. And then those people, what ends up happening is, is when those people start getting scams off of them, they give a percentage back. It's almost like a mid-level marketing, you know, scheme, almost like LuLaRoe or one of those kind of things things where that once you up, you you have to pay back to your upline essentially. So Jen was like, like a, a pyramid. Yeah, it was a pyramid scheme, and Jen was one of the top tiers of this pyramid. The other thing that they've also found out too, and this is like other stuff. This is like I'm just talking that. Jen's original company where she originally was trained was with one of the companies that was involved with the Trump University scandal and about how they were doing the same thing. So it almost goes to say this is all hearsay, this is all conjecture, this is all whatever, but it goes to say that like uh, Jen Shaw may have learned from Trump University. had allegedly a, allegedly <laughs> this is bravo docket this is one. So you guys listen to the bravo docket they're they're fabulous but like so this could be like you know allegedly that they she learned this and then she goes and she does all this kind of thing you know and so one of the other things too was um. So, so, you know, you have these uplines, these downlines that you're, you're selling all this information, you're taking people's credit, blah, blah, blah. And then what you do is then you start another company for debt consolidation because you have brought these people into debt. So now you call those same people who are now way into debt because of you, and you're going to consolidate their debt for another fee. They were just stealing and stealing and stealing and taking from these people. So like, if she is guilty from this crime that is being alleged, it is huge. And the thing is, is and one of the things is conspiracy to, you know, is a really, really bad crime. Because even if it was just like, I came to you and said, I'm, I have a plan to steal money from, you know, from, from, you know, Candy, Candy Apple, Apple Bank. Bank. And if you know, and then if I steal that money, and then if I'm like now on the, you know, if I'm being persecuted and I can basically be like, well, Gunther knew and he didn't say anything. And we talked about it. We were, we were talking about it, but, and he knew then you can be in trouble. So that's, that's the kind of like minimal that's trouble that like, she's into on a federal level.
1: But that's like her assistant too, right? Like what's his name? Stu?
0: Stu Chains.
1: Cause they're saying he's in trouble big
0: time. Mm-hmm. Because he was, he was her main line. I mean, how eerie was that scene with her and him? when they're on the snowshoes, it was creepy. when she's telling him, you know, I'm so gr- I'm so glad that you're in my life. It was almost like she was setting him up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so glad that yeah. you're in my life and that, you know, that I wouldn't be able to do everything that I've been doing without you and blah, blah, blah. blah. And do you know that that was the last time that they were able to see each other in real life? Yeah. Because yeah. now that they've both been charged with a crime, they can't communicate any longer. So he's no longer even on her payroll. So I don't even know what this man is doing for money. Not only that, and I mentioned this last week when I was talking to Amanda uh, on the previous episode. When um, Stu was filming the show, do you know that his wife and kid had no idea that he was on TV until the first episode aired? What? Really? He he kept it a secret from his wife. So it's almost like, what other secrets are you keeping, man? You know what I mean? Like, we all thought that he- we the <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's one thing. But, like, what other secrets, man? Like, it's just, it's kind of crazy. But I'm loving this. We are in the true crime era right now of Real Housewives. Like, it really is, like, it's perfect. This one was shot like a horror movie. You know what I mean? Or almost like 24. It was like, beep, beep. You know what I mean? Like, and it would just show, like, you know, 1126. It's Meredith. Yeah. Meredith. Let's talk about Meredith.
1: Like... She she is the whistleblower as far as I'm concerned. You think she, so? She told them that she was going to be there because mm-hmm. she was on Watch What Happens Live a couple weeks ago, and Andy asked her if she was the one that said something, and she said, what did I say? Don't come after my family, and then that's all she said, and I was like, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, and she was just so laid back and cool, like you haven't been listening to your, your TV, you haven't been on the phone, you know what I mean? Like, no, she's
1: been in a tub for nine hours.
0: Yeah, but, not <laughs> that, but the thing is, is like when the girls called her from, you know, from the car and she's talking to Lisa Barlow, you know, hi, baby, gorgeous. Oh, my God, Lisa, Lisa Barlow. <laughs> oh, my God, Meredith. <laughs> No, the SWAT team came and they took her. They did, and I'm so concerned because because Sh- Sharif, he's in the jail. He's he's in the hospital with internal bleeding. You know what I mean? And it was just like Lisa. He's not bleeding. She was leaving because the cops were coming. Like it was the, kind of like that. You know what I mean? Like there was that there was that disconnect between them all. But then also. When they're telling Meredith on the phone, and and they like the, the the camera is on Meredith, you know what I mean? We're seeing both sides of it, and she's just like, "Uh huh, uh huh, yeah." That's, I mean, it was <laughs> I mean, this was gonna happen, you know what I mean? Like she's just like, "Yep, yep, I know this is it." Honestly, I'm not surprised by this. Too many things didn't add up. I've had a lot of question marks with Jen, and then she laughed. <laughs> she laughed like she didn't even get yeah. concerned. I've been trying to tell you guys. (laughs) It's just, it's too. So evil. It's so good. I love it all. Um, Mary, when she shows up and Meredith is in a bubble bath. Like some producer was like, you want to seem not pressed like you give no fucks? Get in that bath. Meredith, get in the bath. You know what I mean? Like they, <laughs> they, they set her up because she was like full up, hair done, makeup done in the outfit. She was ready. You know what I mean? Like for other things in her life. And like, like all of a sudden she's yeah. in a bubble bath when the other girls are all showing up. Ugh. How many necklaces? In freaking
1: Heather's room.
0: It wasn't even her room. That part. You know what I mean? Because it was It was really, that was a setup. But I wrote here too. How many necklaces does Mary need?
1: (laughs) I thought she was going to choke herself because they like wrapped around her when she took her coat off. I was like, oh my goodness, girl.
0: (laughs) And she's jumping on the bed with all those chains. That stuff is heavy. She's like a little like Jacob Marley. Hashtag Christmas Carol. (laughs) Like she really is. Okay. The other thing too, and you guys don't come at me for this. And I really don't like to talk about like I don't really talk about looks so much. I'll never talk about body size and in, in that kind of shame. But doesn't Mary remind you of? Remember Gremlins, the girl one, the girl Gremlin. Doesn't it kind of remind you of Mary, just a little bit? Like I feel like it does. I can see it. <laughs> yeah, I see it too. I see it all the time. That's the eyes. <laughs> Like there's a lot about her and just like how little she was when she was jumping on that bed, she looked like one of like the animatronics from like the, from like the gremlins. Like I really, that was my five, those little knobby knees. Like, I just can't take her. Okay. But anyways, um, and then also just that scene when they were all sitting at like the dinner table, it was so good because like all the best housewife scenes always happen at a dinner table, you know, because you get, oh, yeah. them all, you get, you sit them all down and they were all just like talking and eating and just kind of like, they all chopped up all their issues too with each other. Like Mary's sitting next to Jenny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How about They're Jenny? like none of this
1: matters anymore. It's all about Jen.
0: It really was. It was like, bitch, okay, like I need to see your text too, because like let's compare notes. Like it was really like that. Like, 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 let's let's all get into this. And when they just started divulging everything too, they're just sitting around that table. And it was just like Mary always knew, you know, she always knew something was wrong with her. You know what I mean? Meredith talks about the stolen small green clutch. How about that? That part. That was crazy. Oh, that was crazy. An, and it was like Dateline because then they show like the the camera footage, the, the security sec- security camera footage inside of Meredith's store. So you guys, if you guys didn't see whatever, but if Meredith, okay, so Meredith is sitting there at the table with all these ladies and she's telling them about You know well I didn't trust her there's always been these little things these little improprieties that there's always happened around Jen Shaw and apparently one time that Jen Shaw was like. blowing up her phone wanted to get into the store and she finally got into the store with everybody that was you know with her employees that were there, And then. One of the employees apparently stole a small green clutch off of a table as they were like leaving so then on the security cam footage they see this they call Jen back and tell her hey bring this clutch back and Jen's assistant whoever this one he comes back and he brings it and then they um she keeps the guy in her employ. like she doesn't get rid of the guy she still has him coming around to places and being you know a representative of her essentially and that's, that's- one of those things that was like a red flag for meredith it's like you know i don't know why she would keep someone like that mm. <laughs> I, I just love their voices on this show too like it's just, they all are so distinct <laughs> my favorite though is lisa barlow though Hi, baby yeah. gorgeous, hi. No, I'm not even sure. I'm talking to six lawyers right now. I love her. Being red flagged at Louis Vuitton is worse than being kept by the feds. <laughs> when she says that, Lisa Barlow, Jesus. That's a housewife, like they are just zinging them in. Lisa Barlow is one of those ones too that I don't love her. But I love her for the show like she's so the perfect housewife because she's always yeah. double dealing. She's always in the background. You know what I mean? She's bringing in other people like when Meredith is talking to that guy when uh, when Meredith shows up at Lisa's a uh, party. My son's made the guest list. I'm so sorry. But but like <laughs> when Lisa and she's like, hi, Meredith, this is Christian. He's or this is Cameron. He goes to Mary's church. Bye. You know what I mean? then she just like leaves there with the, like, like. He's gonna drop a bomb. I'll see you later. Like 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 Lisa Barlow is perfect housewife material. She's really really shooting from the hip. Loving loving loving. Um, oh, the other part. Whitney or not Whitney? When Heather and Heather's like a ride or die for this bitch. Like I don't even understand. You know what I mean? Like, like everything that Jen has put her through. Jen has hit her physically, and like, and Heather is still cool with this bitch. Yeah. And then Heather goes and she puts out that information that she had Jen shot her house or whatever. She put Jen in an Uber and Jen got out at a random. Oh yeah. Session. And it's like, what is going on? This bitch is sneaking in the night. She's stealing your grandma's money. Like like Jen Shaw <laughs> is out there being shaw and Shaw-shady. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's just having her da- her time. But like, and what I love too is Jenny was all of us. I think in all these scenes, Jenny was us. And like, she's yes. just kind of like, she's not that invested in these other girls. She's drinking her beer. Why are you guys all freaking out? She's just being she's just being arrested that doesn't mean that she's being put in jail you know what I mean like she's just like being the voice of reason but when ransack the candy there that part when Heather when Heather tells the story about the uber and them getting out Jenny's like just tell us what you're alluding to don't just put this out in there just say was she fucking another man you know what I mean like Jenny wants to know just like all of us it was us it was us talking so I loved it. And so and it's just like that's kind of like where we are right now in the clutches. We're gonna pick up there, I think, at that dinner table. I am just uh and it just it feels like Genshaw did it, right? <laughs> like this one doesn't totally this one doesn't feel like Eric name. She like, seems the way guilty. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, this one feels a little bit different. Um, another thing I was trying to think here. Oh, that remember last season when Jen Shaw would just have a quick fuse and like be lit up about things and, yeah. just, and nobody had any idea why that she would just swing into these moods. Well, last season, when they were shooting this show, those co-conspirators that are also named on those cases were all being arrested. So the thing is, oh. is so it was while she was shooting the first season. So it's kind of like, it like somebody was I want to say the Bravo docket was kind of even pairing up like some of the dates that like the date of this birthday party for Meredith was like two days or the same exact day that this other guy was being arrested for the crime oh wow he probably sold out Jen and Stu and all the other downline people that were from him this has been happening so like this this case has been being built against her for a couple years now it's not new so it didn't just happen yeah. because she was on TV. She went on TV knowing allegedly that she committed a crime, which is just crazy. So like we are in the right? true crime era, true crime era of, of this. Okay, but then like let's switch gears before we like end out today. You guys, Peacock bestowed something beautiful on us this week <laughs> and they gave us the ultimate girls trip episodes one through three of The Housewives. It is giving us everything that i wanted it to give is it giving you that
1: <laughs> oh totally
0: oh it, melissa did they say
1: how many episodes there's going to be
0: no they've kind of kept that we quiet know? i think it's supposed okay. to be eight it's eight to ten from what i understand because they only okay. shot for like literally seven days like they they so and they got all this content because god of- i
1: hope they do it reunion
0: yeah. Well, the thing is, is the reason why they need to extend the hours of every, like the way they have the, the housewives after, after hours, you know what I mean? That whole sort of, after dark, yeah. So yeah. Housewives after dark is like, you're going to see, cause you've only watched one episode. I watched two and a half and it happens in every episode because they have all these cameras around the house. So a lot of it's like, like Big Brother kind of footage that they're going to be showing yeah. us because they don't have cameras in their face, plus because of COVID, so it's like a Big Brother house if they have these people in. I'm loving it. It's like so good, and I love that Melissa said it best when she was sitting there with Kyle and she's like, "That how they are on their shows is exactly how they are here." Like <laughs> she's like, yeah. "It's it's this like you took them out you took them out of their shows and they're not acting any better or any worse with each other. They're just being themselves." And so yeah. Ugh. Okay, we were talking about this yesterday too, that they're all alphas. Who's it's got the bigger dick? They, yeah, it's who's got the biggest dick. And the problem is, they all got big dicks. They're all tops. Yeah. All these women are tops. They all give us all very top energy. There's not a bottom in the house. There might be a verse. Cynthia might be verse, but everybody is a top. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the bottom is the concierge. Really, it's, <laughs> it very, very much is. And the thing is, the fact that they're hitting on this man, Michael. They haven't even seen Michael's real face in real life. They just like he's got an Instagram account and a black mask. That's it. We're good. It's so good. So we have our dom tops like Ramona, we have our sweet daddy tops like Cynthia. We've got our dumb tops like Teresa. You know what I mean? Like they all fit the roles. It's so good. Speaking of Teresa, her voice and her the concierge. Concierge, 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 the concierge. <laughs> yeah what's the uh, scarecrow thing <laughs> Which, <laughs> I can't believe that Ramona was smart enough to give her the name of the scarecrow and the fact that that's going to probably stick <laughs> right yeah that she just if she only had a brain <laughs> like
1: <laughs> then she's like trying to call her she's like well he, she's the tin man then and then Melissa's it. like the tin man doesn't have a heart <laughs> she's like or a brain either <laughs> what
0: what <laughs> She's so dumb. She's so dumb. All my ingredients is. is. So I wrote six books. Is. She wrote six books. It's, it's me, Teresa. I just love when they were when after, like, I'm, I'm going to jump around this because we're not really doing a recap. But when the girls at the end of the episode, so this is like all housewives, we have all these girls. They're not all OGs, which Teresa was real shady with my, Melissa. Melissa's not an OG. <laughs> you know what I mean? She hates her.
1: But neither. So the only other one. So Kenya and Cynthia aren't OGs either, right? Everyone else is.
0: No, Cynthia's an OG. She? C- hit? No. C- yeah, Cynthia started
1: from the episode one. No, she's yeah. not.
0: Yeah, she is. I'm looking it up. No, we gotta look. You gotta look that up.
1: Because that was Candy, Kim, Nini, Candy Lisa. wasn't on the first season. Oh no, that's right, Candy wasn't. But Lisa, that that girl, Lisa.
0: Okay, original Red Housewives of Atlanta cast. I don't think Cynthia was. NeNe Leakes, Deshaun Snow, Sheree Wetfield, Lisa Wu, Kim Zolciak. Oh, she wasn't. She was must have been second season. Yeah, so she's not. So it's just Kyle, Ramona, Luann, the OGs, and that's it. And Teresa. Teresa there's four OGs and then the other three are just, or Porsche, Porsche, and yeah. oh I'm just like Ramona. I'm just like Ramona. I just called Porsche. I just called Kenya Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the biggest fights. That's the first fight that we had in the whole entire series. So the girls are on a private plane and they're going. And Cynthia brings up that whole thing, like, you know, okay, we love that they all called ahead and they all tried to get the best room, right? Like they were all calling. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so now they're all on the plane, the private plane to go there. As they start fighting, flight attendant's gone. She's just like, close the door. Okay, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> see you guys, see you guys in Turks and Caicos. Bye. And like, so this bitch bounces, and so the girls are all on there. And Cynthia brings up that uh, Kenya is getting a divorce. She just, it's her first time leaving the baby. She should have the best room in the house. And Ramona's basically like, yeah, I'll give you the best room because I want the second best room. You know what I mean? Like, so, and she was, but when she calls her Portia, she goes, well, Portia should get the best room. And then Kenya's like, no, don't come up. And bitch, calm down. The bitch calm down. <laughs> Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it was all that kind of energy that just all of a sudden happens in the very, very first fight that we were getting on this. And it was just like, we are off. We have hit the ground running. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. What else Ramona in the room chase. So we saw Ramona naked a lot in this in the shower. Yeah. We saw her ass and her macrame. We, her, she's nipple covers on and a thong and then put on macrame. <laughs> like, what are you doing? A little You're too not- much you're not going out right now you're hanging out with the girls like she's like hanging out with her girls you know (laughs) (laughs) she is the senior citizen of the group she really is but she looks damn good for a senior citizen i'm sorry she's banging like that she does yeah ramona does look amazing say what you want and she's just going to be a terrible tyrant on this and i love every moment of it (laughs) (laughs) i love it this is the reason why they didn't want to like really i think wanted to focus on a lot of what was going on last year with um with, with ebony and everything that they didn't want to like make that a big deal because she was a tent pole for this other series that they were going to be rolling out you know what i mean yeah and so it's just it's a little bit crazy so um what else here they all want michael he's in a mask melissa is becoming jlo i wrote that down because like melissa <laughs> is starting to look more and more like jlo like she's really molding herself after that and i'm not i'm not mad at it she looks amazing oh melissa and kyle that's a relationship that was like
1: I mean they it says that they hung out a bunch with the husbands and everything mm-hmm. so that's cool but um I kind of like that friendship I think that that'll be fun
0: I do too and it kind of feels more healthy than a lot of the other friendships that we usually get and like Kyle likes it to seems have a, real yeah Kyle always likes to have a little a little friend though you know what I mean like she had Kim her sister always. for a long yeah. time and she had Teddy, you know what I mean? Like she adopts somebody in the cast and she like takes them on. It feels like that's what kind of what she was doing here, but I liked it. And it's cute because the two girls, they get along really well. The, um, and you kind of sometimes need that. We can't just have all fighting all the time. I did like the moment when like Ramona, yeah. when Ramona showed her softer side with Kyle and was like really cool with her. And like, there was some good stuff in this. Yeah. John, the bar owner, <laughs> would you?
1: Um. Yeah. He's okay. looking.
0: I think he's attractive. So I totally I think I would I love Ramona when she's trying to act all hot. Hi, you look cute, baby. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Ramona.
1: And breast out. Breast
0: out. <laughs> she would just kept thrusting her boobs. Like she would just like she would like caress her boobs and move down her body and just kind of like wiggle in her chair every so often. And it's like, that's <laughs> you're giving the Ramona. You're giving the Ramona. And I love that all the women all were noticing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they were all just kind of yeah. having their moments. So I thought he was cute, though. I did. I did find the bar bar owner kind of cute. That car ride to the bar, though, (laughs) was so icy. Oh, my. No.
1: When Kenya goes up to the car, she's like, oh, I'll ride in this one. And Ramona's already in there. Mm -hmm. And the look on Kenya's face was just priceless. I was like.
0: She gave her a stank (laughs) look to her face, like to her face. She gave stank face. It was just totally like, I hate you. Why are you here? Like it was that completely <laughs> like uh, loving it. So I'm so happy they're giving this to us like the holiday season. So it gives me a warm feeling inside. And so, and then what they're doing right after this is that we're transitioning right out of Ultimate Girls Trip. We're going to be going to the uh, ex-wives at the manor Is is what's happening next. So that's know. going to be a good one. So, you know, that one, right?
1: No, I don't watch that.
0: No, it's coming up. Ex-Wives at the Manor. It's it's Real Housewives. It's at Dorinda's house. It's going to be the next series. They've already shot it. So,
1: oh, that one. Oh, okay. Cool.
0: Yeah. it's ahead of the first ever season mashup of different cities, best known as Housewives. Peacock has already planned for season two. The Real Housewives of New York City's Dorinda Medley and Jill Zarin are hosting at Dorinda's house with Real Housewives of OC, Vicky Gunvalson. Beverly Hills is Taylor Armstrong and Brandi Glanfill and Atlanta's Eva Marcel and Phaedra parks. They're all going to bluestone manor. They already did. They filmed, Gosh. they filmed a week at bluestone manor with all these women. And it apparently is fireworks. They are saying that every single <laughs> one them got into fights. They're all so volatile. We finally get Jill Zarin coming back to something, you know, cause she's been desperate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, has totally. been the most thirsty i think out of all the wives that just kind of you know that lost her apple she's the one but just loving this cast list but the one that, that doesn't make any sense is Eva marcel yeah i agree she's like the one it was just kind of like all the other ones are all just like they're real all-stars and Eva was like was she two two season wonder you know what i mean like yeah you know, just but i think it might also be from what i understand is that um maybe somebody didn't get in because they tested positive for covid so they brought her on that's one of the rumors and then um another one is just because she's got such a huge fucking following when it comes to like how many people that follow her on her social media and whatnot this has been a wonderful episode of bald and bingeable gunther thank you so much where can people find you if they're looking for you
1: um instagram at gunther vanderpump and also gunther vanderpump on tiktok yeah. Twenty-one thousand followers right now so we're still growing that's a good we're number in there
0: TikTok, <laughs> that's a good number especially for yeah. a gay man like the thing is is because like tiktok hates gays they hate fat people they hate like Black people like TikTok is horrible. <laughs> like I'm convinced at this point. <laughs> I'm just so over it. But the thing is, I'm so addicted at the same time. So they need to like, you know, get rid of the double standards. But anyways, that's enough about that. Also what, come see me at
1: Number One on Fifth. Yes, Number One this, on Fifth Thursday through
0: Saturday nights. You guys go see Gunther over Thursday through Saturday nights at Number One on Fifth here in San Diego. It should be one of the stops and destinations in on your week. Lee John's out of the house. You you should be stopping at number one on Fifth because they have a lot of stuff going on back there, especially that back patio. It's a little bit rowdy. So, (laughs) but it's a fun time. Okay. You guys. Uh Yes. Thank you guys so much (laughs) for joining us. It's been a great episode of bald and bingeable. We love you. Like, subscribe and good night from the lower level.
1: Good night from the lower level.